Hello and welcome to Podcast on Purpose. This is your host, Debbie Adea, and we are going to be having some episodes coming out that are related to International Podcast Day. We did a live stream with a group of stellar podcasters where we shared the journey of podcasting together on September 30th, and we're going to be reposting some of those in audio format here on the podcast for you in case you missed it. If you would also like to go and watch the replay of the videos, you can come on over to the Pod Tribe on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Pod Tribe. Here we go with this episode on Podcast on Purpose. Amy Schubert is a life and business coach. She has been working with women leaders, entrepreneurs, and individuals for the past decade. She loves guiding women back to themselves with her strategic mind, savvy spirituality, curated resources, and straight up smarts. She has an innate ability to see clients' true potential and strategies needed to unlock the possibilities. Amy is also the host of the Inspired Conversations podcast, bringing insight from today's thought leaders to help all of us live into life and business in the most conscious, mindful way. Amy truly believes you are the one you've been waiting for. And she is a dear friend. I just love this lady. Super excited to share you with everybody today. So thanks for being here. Oh my gosh. Thanks for hosting this this time. It's yeah. Ryan. I know Scott did it last year and I know it's a lot of work. So thank you for for taking it on and hosting it for all of us. You guys are welcome. Yeah. It was Melanie's idea and I just kind of said, okay, let's do it. Here we are. (laughs) Leave it to Melanie. (laughs) She gets it. She's a fire starter. She gets us all going. So she was just on a little bit before. So, um, so five years. So I'd love to talk about that because you were obviously one of the earlier podcasters, maybe in the group that are here today. Um, What had you dive into doing inspired conversations back five years ago? You know, it started as a telesummit. I um, was working with a coach at the time and he said, you know, tell him a summits were all the rage to, you know, build your, your credibility and your list and all that stuff. And so I said, okay, sure. I want to do interviews of people who inspire me in different aspects of life and business. Um, and so I did a telesummit and I did, I think I did 12 interviews for the telesummit. And when it was done, I was like, okay, now what? And I had some really cool people on the summit and I asked some people that I didn't know would say yes. And they were kind of stretches for me. And so when I was finished, I was like, that seems lame. Like now what? Like they just, (laughs) where do they go and what do they do? And that now what happens? And a friend of mine said, you should start a podcast. And I didn't know what a podcast was five years ago. Um, It was like five and a half years ago because I started doing it. I think it was like January, February when someone said that to me, Um, you should start a podcast. And I was like, oh, what does that look like? And that means the interviews would live on and, and whatnot. I didn't listen to podcasts at the time. <laughs> so I, I honestly had no idea. So I, um, I started doing a little research and then I joined a podcast program to start. Well, I was listening to a webinar about one and I was on it and they were giving away a microphone and they said, you know, and I said to myself, well, if I win this microphone, I'll start a podcast. And I won. And it showed up on my, <laughs> yeah, it showed up on my doorstep the very next day. And so I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to, I got the hint. I'm going to do this. So that was what started it all. And I had no idea what I was doing at all. Whatsoever. That's amazing. Well, you're clearly guided because you got the microphone and you were just kind of moved into it perfectly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you've had some amazing guests on your show, right? Yeah, like yeah. some like pretty A-lister and all the way through Z. I mean, and we all have all of them, but you know, you've had some amazing guests. 
Um, how has that been? And what's been some of like your favorite kind of like mind blowing less like, like they're on my show. I can't even, you know, I've had it recently that's happened to me. Um, so that's been kind of fun and it happened in the beginning. And then it's some of the people who are big people to other people are my friends. So yeah. it's funny because in the beginning, they've become bigger in the past five years. New York Times bestseller. Everybody knows their names. And when I asked them to be on my show five years ago, it was because they were my friend. And I was just, yeah. in the beginning, I was asking people that were safe people I knew and people who were doing amazing things in the world. And so that was kind of the start of, of it all. And then I just, I made my list of who I wanted to have on my show. It didn't matter who they were, Oprah, whoever, like it doesn't matter how big they were. I was just like, this is my list. And, and I just started asking. So the thing is that's interesting about the people who are on my show, whether they're very well known or unknown, right? I, there's always a lesson for me in it in the moment. So lots of the people who are maybe more more A-listers or they have um, they're well known, they're harder to get on. You have to wait a while, to, you know, to book them. So you might be waiting nine months for them. I've had a few like that. And then when the time comes to interview them, there's something going on and they're speaking straight to me. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, and I thought we were going to be talking about this book that you just wrote, and it seems like it's just speaking straight to me. So it's hard to say the lessons because personally for me, the lessons are how they show up in my world for me at that moment. When I think I'm having a conversation for everybody else, which I am, but it's always <laughs> sort of shocked me like, whoa, they're speaking straight to what I need in this very moment right here, right now. And if nobody but me hears this, I'm good. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a selfish way. It's just because it's always surprised me how much it's impacted me in that moment. Um, and it happens with all guests, all guests. It doesn't matter who. Um, I think sometimes I'm humbled by the energy of some of the people who are very well known and how amazing and grounded and humble they are. So that's always felt really cool to connect with them. But interestingly enough, the lessons, I feel like I just, and it's, it's a journey, right? And the lessons continue to be woven for me as much as they are for everybody else. And at first I thought I was doing it for everybody else. That's funny. That's the funny part. I thought I was doing this, you know, I have intentions. I had intentions starting it for myself and why, but the reasons I'm doing it and how it's evolved, um, it seems like it's, it's teaching me more than I thought it was going to be teaching other people, right? Yeah, you are the podcast. You're the one that the podcast has been waiting for. (laughs) Like it's there for you, right? Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Yeah. So, what are some of like, what was like a story of a guest you've had where you've just been kind of like, um, I don't know, like bowled over? Like, have you ever had like, what would be, I know there's someone you had mentioned a long time ago to me that you had, uh, yeah, they gave you some really like loving, they were really with you. Yeah, actually, it was Mark Nepo. Um, yeah. He was one that I waited a long time for because um, some people know him, some people don't. He writes beautiful, beautiful works of poems, poetry, awakening. A lot of people have his awakening book, and I'm forgetting the whole name of it. But he was um, an Oprah guest. And at the time, he, he wasn't available to be on my show when I first asked him because he was on tour with Oprah when she had that um, show that was going, you know, uh, from city to city. And so when he finished, um, he was booked on my show. And uh, so it had been about nine months that I had waited for him, which was cool, you know, like, and I didn't have a lot of energy around him. I just really wanted to connect with him because I loved his book. And um, I was having a really like one of my roughest moments, probably, you know, top 10 roughest moments in my life during that week. And I was like, oh yeah. And his book was about miracles 
So, you know, the day before I was like, of course I'm interviewing him tomorrow <laughs> and we're talking <laughs> about miracles and I'm not in the best energy. I'm not in the best mood. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know? And so, um, and, and it had been my experience when people show up, you know, you hold space for them and you really honor their time and people are busy, but he was, um, one of the first people that showed up and we were on video together on accident and uh, he just saw me and he asked me like, well, what's going on? How are you? And I was like, oh, you know, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. And he kept asking. He just was really present with me. And in, in the past, most people were just like, okay, let's get going, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was the first one to really see me and ask and care. And he just really had an impact on me. And of course, his message was so divine and perfect for me in that moment on that day. And that was when I was really like, wow this is more than what I thought it was, this podcast thing. And so he just really, truly impacted me. And he was so kind and so humble. And I just really adored him and his energy and how he showed up. Because some of the, some of the people who were more well-known weren't that way. <laughs> so it, it surprised me, you know, because sometimes you're just like, yeah, let's get in, let's get out. Cool. But um, he really surprised me and he was really spacious with me. I mean, he's as you see him out in the world is how he is in real life. And so that was um, a very cool experience and it really touched me. And it, I think it was because of the space I was in, you know, cause I wasn't expecting that from him at all, but um, we had, and we had a, a brilliant conversation and it was just right on, you know, and it's been, I think that was about three years ago. So that was a while ago. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, you've been doing it for a while, <laughs> for yeah. a minute. I know. I know. <laughs> Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! <laughs> Happy anniversary! Um, so let me ask you this: When you are having conversations that are inspired conversations, right? There's a level of authenticity that comes along with the inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. How do you you naturally just from knowing you, you create a very safe space for people to share who they are? Um, what are some of the things that you do specifically when you're interviewing people that gives them that space to kind of go there with you? I know it's part of who you be, but it's it's a gift that I've seen you have. So I'd love if you could share a little bit about that. Honestly, I think it's the key piece is listening. You know, I over and over I hear from my guests that I was a great listener and that I picked up on things that other people hadn't picked up on. I don't ask the always usual questions. You know, I don't always you know, sometimes when people are doing a book tour, promoting whatever, they send you their list of questions. Mm -hmm. I usually don't use them because what I do is I'm present in the conversation and I might start with something that seems obvious, like their journey, but then I pick up on something and I trust myself. If I hear something and I pick up on it, I trust and I ask other questions that might go off um, the beaten path for them, you know, but I think i I think it's just authentically listening to myself and trusting myself in what to say next. And that's how the conversation flows. And that's a skill that I think has gotten better as I've done all these conversations, but it's a skill I already had listening and going deeper with people. And uh, yeah, I think, I think you can practice that for sure and get out of your head when you're in the conversations, because in the beginning, I would think, oh, I'm speaking to so-and-so. I have to be a right on and, and do it right and look great and perfect and mm-hmm. get it all you know, together, make sure they're getting their message out. But when I released and relaxed 
out of that and trusted myself of what wanted to come through our Inspire conversation and my perspective of who they are or what their lesson was or, or what interested me, uh, that's when that just started blossoming even more. So in the beginning, you feel like you have to follow a certain template or something. But once you learn your voice and learn your rhythm and what you connect with with people and trust that, they, the conversations or the interview will be brilliant. I always prepare. I don't show up unprepared, but everything I prepare is never what I use. So <laughs> I say that, I hold it lightly, but I always prepare. You know, I always read the book, know the book, know their work, know who they are, know what they're up to, know more than that, what their mission is. And there's, whenever someone's on my show, there's a reason that they're on my show. It's because they've inspired me or they, they, there's something about them that I'm intrigued by and want to know more about. And so that's usually where I go with the conversation. It's not the, the generic thing, you know, or because they're so-and-so or because they happen to be hot right now. That's not why the people are on my show or why I want to have conversations with them. There's usually a hook that pulls me towards them and then that's where I go with it. But I think it's being spacious and letting them have the space to talk and holding it and then and really deeply listening and then trusting what I'm getting. Because sometimes I hear things and I'm like, should I ask that question that's coming to me right now? And when I do, I get a brilliant answer, you know, and I'm like, oh, I love that. So. Yeah. I love that inner like podcast GPS we get where they're like, Oh, go here. And you're like, really? I don't know. You know? And it's awesome. Yeah. And I've had people say, I've never been asked that question or this is an answer I've never given to people before. Like I've never said this to anyone. I've heard that a few, like more than a few times on my show. And I'm like, really? Because you're, you've had a lot of, you know, interviews and questions being asked of you. So that always surprises me. I believe that with you. I can totally see that. Um, so what would be one of your funniest inspired conversations? Like, was there one that just like makes you belly laugh every time you think about it? I know you've had so many. That it's like... Well, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me laugh because it makes me cringe actually. Oh. Um, in, the beginning, in the beginning, I had an interview with somebody and it was, so my show is, you know, about half an hour, 45 minutes an hour max. I mean, there are a few that have gone an hour, but usually 45 minutes. Um, And so in the beginning, I was with somebody that didn't want to take that short of a time. And I think we had a three hour interview. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It wasn't something I could edit onto my show. And (laughs) and it was, it was, it makes me laugh because it's like, this is crazy. (laughs) Part one, part two, part three. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And on the day, I just didn't have enough courage to say, you know what? I think it's a wrap because (laughs) he had such a big energy and stuff. It makes me laugh now because I, I let it go that far. Like now I would never do that. But um, that's something that makes me laugh. And I know you're probably asking a show that makes me laugh of somebody. I don't know. I can't think of something that's just made me belly laugh hilariously. It's usually off the air that the things happen. I mean, you know, where I've recorded a whole show and not actually recorded it, you know, and then, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my God, seriously. But um, so I've kind of done all those things and made those mistakes, which are cringing in the moment, but you kind of laugh about it later. Uh, but off the top of my head, there's no, I don't think I've had like a hysterical show. <laughs> <laughs> the joys of podcasting when we're like remembering the cringe moments. They are still funny now, right? They're funny now, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had, we had, I've had more fun, I think in person, like when you and uh, Matt and I were filming the intro episode for a podcast on purpose and yeah. we were all together. It's just fun. There's something about, and then we just did an episode. We did, we've done all the uh, what do, the podcasting with Doug and 
mm-hmm. like and everybody at the hotel rooms and things where everyone's just kind of being a little yeah hysterical. Those are fun. Right? It's a different energy, right? Like it's a different yeah. energy in person. And so this year I did my first live show. I was invited uh, by a women's group, Boost Entrepreneurs Women's Group in LA to host their event. And by hosting it, they meant record a live inspired conversations podcast with their featured guest. So they got to like hang out the, the hosts of the co-host, um, Gail and Tony, they got to hang out and watch me be like interviewing this person, Kelly um, <laughs> live as a show. So it wasn't streaming live or anything. I was recording it live, but that was a first for me in all these years. And that was super fun. And it ended up being really, really good. Uh, but I did tell Kelly, her name's Kelly Boyer, and she's um, a co-founder, or she's the founder of a, a really cool company called Paletta. And uh, so I told her with a caveat in the beginning, I said, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm using equipment that's not mine, and I might not hit record, or it might sound really bad, so it might not be you know, able to put it out in the world. And she was like, okay, that makes me feel better. So I sort of... <laughs> we have a do-over if this doesn't work out? But we looked like we were recording it, but it actually did work out. And that was super fun. And that, that kind of took me to another level. Uh, cause I had this, like, it felt like I had a studio audience, which was kind of strange and cool at the same time, because when you're doing it, you know, you're in your own space, no one's watching you, but to have like 40 people's eyes on you as you're asking questions and, and kind of weaving through the conversation with everybody, that was different. So I did that this year, which was really fun. That sounds really fun, actually. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because you think about like the aspect, too, of um, y- you know, being pressed. Because Emerald was talking earlier about how she gets press passes and stuff. Like You could yeah. literally be doing that as part of your podcast yeah. and doing that at events. I love that. Yeah. I always forget that we can be media at events. Uh, I, I know. That. And so even after five years, I sort of forget that that's a, like a cool thing to, we are media, we are, we are press and, and have that accessibility in that sense is really cool. So if anyone's not using that to their advantage, you know, that's a really great uh, place to be because for me, when I started my podcast, it gave me the license to ask people if I could interview them, which I would have never done before. You know, I I always go to a lot of events and listen to people speak or authors and whatnot. And I never would have asked them before. Even when I was running this women's group that I needed speakers for, it didn't really dawn on me to say, oh, I do this. Can you come speak when I'd be at those events? But as a podcaster, it changed everything. It gave me license to walk up to the stage when they came off and be like, hey, I loved what you had to say, which can I invite you on? And it's usually yes, which is so cool. So I know. Access, it's like an all access pass. So many times that I wouldn't have had the conversation if I didn't have my show. And I'm so grateful because those conversations are life-changing, right? Yeah. 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 So watching, being in the industry as long as you've been in, right? What are some of the things that you've either noticed change through the industry and or that have kept you going <laughs> for that long? You know, like, cause, you know, what is it that's kept you? Well, the technology has changed tremendously. I mean, everything's gotten easier to do and there's so much, gosh, the way you can just do all of it, all the technology is easier, I think. And, um, you know, there's not so many things to figure out that are so hard like it was like five years ago, which seems so strange, but it all changes so quickly. Uh, And I think the community of podcasters has gotten stronger and better, at least for me. In the first few years, I kept myself a little isolated because I didn't really know. I was sort of on podcasting groups on Facebook and online social media, but not really in person. And 
once you step into the in-person connections, it changes everything. And so that for me has changed. And I think there's, since there's more podcasters that are more indie podcasters and not, you know, just famous people, and there's more famous people doing it as well, because there's this, all this access, um, that has changed. The community, I think, has been really cool. So there's more communities to tap into. At the time, there wasn't a community around me to tap into. I'm sure if I look now, there's probably more around me that I'm not even aware of. Uh, so that's something that's changed and is really cool. And I think it's just become, someone said to me, it's funny. Someone said to me, oh, everyone has a podcast now. I was at like a networking event and I said, oh, I'm a podcaster. And they said, oh, everyone has a podcast. However, when they did something a round table around the room, they said, everybody who has a podcast raised their hands. I was the only one. Oh my so gosh. It, it feels like a lot of people are doing it, but also not as many as you think. You know, it's like, you're still kind of a rare person that's doing a podcast. We think that as a community, because we're all podcasters and we're friends, but then you take yourself into a different community and you recognize like you might be one or two in the room. And that's what I've found. And that hasn't changed much. There's not a lot of people in the rooms that I'm with um, that are podcasters outside of the podcasting community, like entrepreneur groups and, you know, women's business things. So I find that interesting. And like you, like and a lot of people maybe started one and then stopped. Like we all know yeah. and that's real. So that happens too. Yeah. I was just going to say like, it's maybe active podcasters. is a different question too. Like who, yeah. ev- not everyone has active podcasts that are like putting out event uh, episodes every week. Right. Yeah. So. yeah. so if you could leave the podcaster or podcaster to be with one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, there's so many ways to go about it. But I would really say trust yourself. You don't have to copy anyone. You can do it your way. You can ask the questions you want. You can create the show you want. Podcasting is just like anybody's anything. You know, it happens to be in this format. But I would say trust yourself and let it be what is how it connects to you as your personality. You know, if it's an interest, if if the topic that you're talking about is a true interest of yours, let it be spoken out by your own voice in your own heart and you have that editing you know power you have the 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 ability to ask the questions you want like do it the way you want to do it because it's such a unique like medium right now that you can really express yourself however you want you can have whoever you want you can make it short you can make it long you can make it video you can make it not video i mean there's all these things and you don't have to do all of it but whatever suits you the best do that you don't have to follow a particular formula that one person's doing and okay they're successful at that format and the way they're doing it but most likely because of everything that's helped them get to that place right and so you don't have to follow specifically exactly that format. Do what speaks to you, do what's on your heart and trust yourself in that because that's what's going to make it uniquely yours and fun for people to listen to because at this point there are so many podcasts to choose from and people swimming through not not to mention all the ones that are fancy and you know uh you know really funded, well funded and produced and they have the money behind them for the promotions and everything. You know indie podcasters we're just kind of doing it and putting it out there and doing the best we can. So yeah. do, do it your way, you know? And so that can get the momentum. I think that's trust yourself because when I first started, I watched people sort of formulate their themselves after other people. And it was like, you're just copying that person. Why would you do that? And it just, it just felt so disingenuous, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think, and you find your way, give yourself the first 10, 15, 20 episodes to find your way and find your voice. And you'll, you'll definitely, if you give yourself enough space 
you'll definitely land in what you want to create for yourself on your own show. And so give yourself the space and time and trust yourself enough to do it. It's beautiful advice. I love it. And if the uh, podcaster would like to get more of you and your show, where would they go? Yeah. So they can find me at Amy Schuber with a B. So it's <laughs> Schuber. And it's uh, my show is Inspired Conversations with Amy Schuber. So amyschuber.com or you can go to inspiredconversations.net or you can find Inspired Conversations wherever you listen to shows, podcasts. And you can always reach out to me via my website or on social. I'm all those places too. So it's Amy Schuber with a B. <laughs> awesome. there. Have you been wanting to start your own podcast, but not been sure what type of equipment to use? Well, I got you covered. If you'd like to get a free podcast studio equipment recommendations guide, you can go to podcastingonpurpose.com. Thanks so much for joining in the conversation today. We will see you next time on Podcast on Purpose.